Hey everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the 1044, a weekly webisode and podcast from the editors here at CCJ Overdrive and Truck Parts Service. I'm James Gillette and my co-host on the other side is Jason Cannon, editor of CCJ. If you like what you hear here, uh, subscribe to CCJ's YouTube channel or find us in your favorite podcast app and subscribe there too. Uh, this week on the 1044, despite an overwhelmed system already, UPS and FedEx are making room to distribute COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, and also, you might be surprised at what uh, a recent report from McLeod Software says about broker margins this year. Uh, they're a little slimmer than, than many motor carriers out there probably would think. Uh, and lastly, speedings greetings. Uh, one ELD maker says the holiday shipping crunch has truckers putting the pedal down. We'll dive into all that and more on this week's The 1044. Jason, uh, it's been quite a balancing act this month for two of the uh, biggest trucking fleets in the country, UPS and FedEx. Uh, They're not only in the middle of trying to make sure Christmas gifts and Christmas goodies get to their destination on time, uh, but now they're also making room for uh, COVID-19 vaccines right in the middle of all of that. Uh, You reported on that over the weekend. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what what you've heard and and kind of uh, what the companies are doing to deploy COVID-19 vaccines. Yeah, I guess the good news is for everybody that's waiting on their Amazon deliveries is that the first wave of the distribution is sort of winding down. You know, it was really a three or so day all out blitz that started on Saturday from Pfizer to the end destinations being hospitals, clinics, nursing homes. Uh, and other medical facilities, really all over the U.S. using carriers like UPS, FedEx, Boyle Transportation, uh, CRST, and some others. Now, obviously, FedEx Custom Critical is not bringing your kids iPads, but um, you know, from a day-to-day standpoint, this was really a non-issue for these carriers, and really it was a non-issue for anybody who wasn't waiting on the vaccine. But it really feels kind of nice to have this behind us. Those 3 million doses are mostly already at their destination, and it didn't really seem to cause any uh, logistical stress. So, you know, that's really 3 million down, but several hundred million more to go. Yeah, you know, I'm never one to rah-rah too much, but uh, I think this is just another example of many in a long line this year about how vital the trucking industry and motor carriers are to our society. Uh, So, so props to all involved hauling COVID-19 vaccines recently. Um, I know there's a lot more to go, and I know there hasn't been a lot of pageantry involved with the uh, logistics side so far, uh, but it really is a huge deal nonetheless. All right, next up, the mailbag. James, this is more of a statement than a question, but I'm going to fire it away anyway. Brokers are price gouging, or, or maybe they're reverse price gouging in this situation. It, true or false? Yeah, that's right, Jason. That's something we've heard throughout the whole year uh, from our from our readers. Uh, the brokers are keeping more than their fair share of freight rates uh, of what shippers are paying for a load to be hauled. Uh, but new data shows that maybe except for in the early weeks of the pandemic when rates uh, fell off a cliff, um, that that might not be true. Uh, our tech editor, Aaron Huff, explored that topic last week, and he reported on a new dashboard that was put together by McLeod Software that took a look at uh, freight rates and broker margins throughout the year. Um, And now I I get it. You know, we've heard all year, especially, uh, like I said, early in the pandemic, that rates were anemic and the brokers were to blame in large part for that because they were keeping too much for themselves. Um, But as rates have shot up in recent months, the opposite has mostly been true, according to McLeod's report, uh, that broker margins have by and large been slimmer than what the averages historically are. 
Uh, I think TIA has generally said their broker margins average around 13%, and McLeod in its report pegged that number at about 15% as the point by which to, to judge whether brokers' margins were elevated or not. Um, and of the thousands and thousands of transactions that McLeod studied, uh, I think that Aaron's story said there were over a thousand brokers that have participated. Um, they found that margins obviously jumped in early April. Um, they, they jumped well above that 15% marker. Um, but since then, margins have mostly been below that margin almost every week. Uh, and again, this is all according to McLeod's study that they put together and, and released earlier this month. Um, and this summer, actually, when, when capacity was tight, when freight started to come back and, and uh, you know, trucking industry capacity was still quite restricted, um, some weeks, those margins that, that brokers were, uh, you know, making on top of, of what they were paying carriers was around 10%. So that's obviously well below that 15% marker and well below TIA's average of, of uh, reported average of 13%. Um, but over the last two and a half months, Things have seemingly settled down, according to McLeod's report, and uh, margins are now between uh, averaging each week between 13 and 16 percent. So all that to say, when the sky was seemingly falling in April, when motor carriers were really feeling that they were getting screwed by brokers, it was just part of this kind of wild, bizarre, and but very compacted freight cycle that played out over the course of the last six to eight months. I think wild ride, uh, you, you summed it up very nicely with uh, with the use of the word wild. Okay, speeding right along here in this truncated uh, holiday season 1044 edition. Uh, time to take a gander at some roadside attractions. Jason, with the holiday shipping crunch here, uh, another data-driven report from our colleague Aaron Huff this week. Uh, this one based on data from ELD supplier Sam Sarah, who says that speeding events in the last couple months have jumped somewhat significantly compared to year over year. Uh, and that's alongside a record spike in mileage uh, during this avalanche of a shipping season. Yeah, quoting directly from Aaron's article here, speeding is always speeding always increases on holidays, according to Sam Sarah. Uh, likely because of emptier roads. Uh, 2019 speeding events were 4% higher than Thanksgiving Day and nearly 15% higher on Christmas Day. And this year's speeding was 9% higher on Thanksgiving Day. And that's the end of the quote. Those speeding events and mileage jumps could be even more pronounced this year with how crazy the shipping season is. Here's, here's a huge numbers dump for you. More than 3,600 fleets with 80,000 vehicles. Drivers have been running 10% more miles per day in 2020 compared to 2019. In June, Samsara, they said that they saw a 20% increase in severe speeding incidents in 2020. And now, five months later, that trend continues. Uh, Samsara is reporting an 18% increase in severe speeding events in September and October year over year. Yeah, Jason, I wonder if rates has something to do with that. You know, like drivers either driving more miles to make up for bad rates or driving more miles when rates are good to make up for lost time earlier this year. Um, and I think some of that, you know, we may not know until more data starts coming in in the early part of next year. Yeah, I definitely think you're right on that. Um, but going back to what Sam Sarah said about the lack of traffic over the holiday season, we've basically seen a lack of traffic most of this calendar year. So I think when you combine depressed rates for a while with carriers playing catch up, improved rates while carriers are trying to cut the hay while the sun's out, and then a lack of traffic on the road, I think fewer cars, less congestion, it's hammered down and keep on trucking. 
Well, all right, everybody. That's uh, this week's edition of the 1044. Uh, quick programming note. There will be no show next week uh, given the Christmas holiday, but we'll be back the week after that for a recap of the year that was in 2020. Everybody stay safe and Merry Christmas to you and yours. <laughs>